Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. Hi, petty bitches. Ooh, we're back. <laughs> Why do you always let me lead that? You're always like, there's a second behind me. Because I am the lady in this relationship and you oh are the male. I know you're bad with beats, but like, <laughs> it freaks me out. I'm like, um, is there a delay here or is she actually just... <laughs> I take a little I'm breath. Sweaty, you know what I mean? You? I'm actually, can I be real with you? I'm going to need a helping hand to get through this because, girl, I did. You're a little hungover. I'm very hungover. <laughs> I did a legal, a legal house party last night. Um, there was maximum six people. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, it was lovely. We had a lovely time. But, girl, I'm fucking dying. Can I tell you? Yes. Somebody uh, told me they saw you last night and they said, <laughs> they said you were a little worse for wear. So I kind of had a feeling that you were going to be a little today. Mm. Uh, and usually you're pretty good. Like, usually you you can be... That is like, the nicest drunky. thing you've ever said to me, ever. You, yeah, but, like, you, you, you don't really kind of, like, suffer with it too bad, like, the next day. It's just in the moment. You're kind of in bits... Oh my god! You, like you're usually kind of all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm not too bad. I've had a diorolite. I've had two salpidine. I'm going to say a diarrhea. <laughs> no, do you know what? I kind of wish I had had some diarrhea because at least then all the like absolute Flush toxins would be gone. But unfortunately, I just have to sit with. Well, this you are kind of having diarrhea by just talking. I suppose. <laughs> Come here. It's been ages. We haven't it, spoke since because me and Vina don't talk outside the show. Just you all no. know. <laughs> we're just, we're just, like the Real Housewives, we like to keep it fresh for when we're on camera. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not on, we're not talking, okay? No. Um, it That's is what season... they do in all those reality shows. It's like they tell each other not to talk in between takes. And then when they do even have conversations, like if the cameras aren't rolling, they're told to actually to be silent till the cameras are rolling. Did nobody wanted... did nobody tell Teddy Mellencamp that the cameras were rolling at all this season? Because she hasn't said fucking anything. Oh, she needs to go, doesn't she? I know oh. some of you are probably watching Real Housewives Beverly Hills now since it landed on Netflix, but we've been like... 
like Real Housewives veterans. Yeah, y'all are brand new while we've yeah. been here since day one. And yeah. Teddy needs to go. And it's not she because she's go. pregnant. It's just because she's dull. She's dull. And you know what? I feel like I've met a million Teddies in my life. Oh. And she's she's very, um, yeah, she's just, well, she's not someone that I would have in my life. Full Has stop. anyone and given you a teddy? Accountability. Give me a teddy. Do you know mm. what I did get, actually? Mm. It was my birthday, everybody. Just, um, oh, just here we go. Uh, there on the okay. 20th of August. Who had and four minutes in? Because she's making it all about herself of four minutes in. Who, well, who we're had talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And uh, Mizza and Sophia and Stephen Dowling, my gorgeous little gals at the Opium, uh, got me um, a message from Brandy Glanville, which was hilarious. Mm. A cameo. It was um, so good. <laughs> I am questioning, is her camera lens dirty or was it a film? Filter or what was going I don't on? No, I I wasn't sure if it, if it had been resized, if it, or I think she she probably had like a sweaty um, a sweaty face, you know, yeah. like that foundation face on the camera. It was lubricant, probably was, yeah, from her three way with Denise. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, other than that, Davina, we have not been around. We've so many rotters beyond uh, Real yes. Housewives and Teddy. Um, ha- have you actually been watching Candace Drag Race? No, I haven't. Jesus. At all, no? No, not people. I, the only thing I know about it is that that guy, Jeffrey something Chapman, is on the um, panel. And I saw a couple of clips. And, like, firstly, who's he to judge anyone? Second of all, what a dry shite. I know. Like, dry shite. I actually, he was on this podcast that I listened to as a guest. Okay. And I don't know who he is. Never heard, like, never heard of him from Adam. And I was just listening to him shite on... And some of the stuff he was coming out with, I just thought, I cannot, I actually had to, I turned off a podcast that I listened to religiously because mm. of that dickhead. Yeah. So, not for me. Not um, for me. Very woke. Very woke. Mm-hmm. Have not you seen me. the glitter on his face? Any of those no, pictures? but I can fucking oh, imagine. It's rotten me. Now, oh. I'm not a mua, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, this glitter is offensive. Like, it's homophobic. It's transphobic. It's... Every phobic that you can think of, he needs to lay off the glitter. Lay off. Did you move away from your mic or something? Your sounds have to change. No, I mean I might have died internally, but no, I'm still <laughs> I'm still here. The ghosts of Christmas past is <laughs> to tell another tale. I called Davina like twenty minutes ago and I was like, Okay, we need to do the opening uh, because we actually have a special guest today. Um and we recorded that maybe two, three weeks ago, was it around that? Yeah, we've actually been very little be very busy beavers in our little um Damn, we've been beavering away, getting some great in- interviews together and mm. planning the next few months out. So yeah. we haven't been sitting on our laurels, to say the least. No, but you've been busy in general. So Davina has started her uh, Chicken in a Basket drag shows. Oh, uh, Chicken in a Basket tour in Northern Wales? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for anyone that's been living under a rock, she is in opium every Thursday and Saturday, uh, doing what she does best, which is encouraging you to drink too much and yes. uh, make bad choices. Come and have a curry with Davina. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried the food and opium i don't eat what i work you know i don't shut up i like you and a platter oh, well is a it platter, not on a platter okay, a platter a platter okay that is different now originally see uh they were they were, said that they were going to do kind of like individual portions of fingers and my eyes did perk up i thought oh <laughs> <laughs> and then i heard it was all a little bit kind of like no it wasn't like the, the you know the little picky foods i like it was a little it was like kind of poshy mm-hmm. not poshy like you know it was still a bunch of food, like, it was like spring rolls and little things like that, but you know, I like a little cocktail sausage and I like maybe like a little prawn toast. <laughs> 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 little things like that. 
just little anything that's kind of like like that you can nibble on. I like how you describe it. Mm. Like you describe it as light bites, which I think is a subtle nod to say if you're a bottom, you can still potentially bottom after eating Davina's dishes. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> that is in the contract. I did make them sign that in. Did that, you? <laughs> <laughs> I said, there we you do go. know the audience. You do know the audience. <laughs> I have mostly a bottom audience. Could we pick some things that are make, going to make people yeah. still functional? No lactose. <laughs> oh my god, I actually love this. Can you please like actually put this on the poster? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I have a lactose intolerant and she's very intolerant. I came, I had an absolute ball. It was really, really fun. It's the only kind of element of gay scene that we have at the moment. Mm, so I'm so thankful. It's been really strange, to be honest, like, cause when, so the George basically, for those of you that don't know, the George is still classed as a pub, so it doesn't serve food, so it's still not allowed to reopen as of yet. And we're still waiting on that. I'm sorry, to but it's be fucking bullshit. It's bullshit. I know, like, I, I want to give a shout out to Panty Bar who have done a workaround. They only opened. Open. They opened for my birthday there. They the did. <laughs> they did. You just forgot to go to celebrate your birthday yeah, there. Yeah, I forgot to cut the ribbon. <laughs> yeah, I think good for fucking them. And if you're yeah, absolutely. out, go in and buy a fucking drink in that bar Support. because Support. it is so needed right now. It's like Panty Bar is a small business and we all need mm-hmm. to like make sure that we're supporting them but and, um you know people say all the time oh i miss the dragon and you know i miss like you know you have to support these venues because if not they actually do close down like they yeah. don't live on fresh air yeah. and i've seen a lot of people over the last like definitely over the last couple of months like say complain about the pubs not reopening and mm-hmm. we don't need the pubs to reopen it like people when you say that yeah fair enough i i know where some of you are coming from mm-hmm. but like there is a knock-on effect to this uh, to the whole economy yeah. and to people who work in the pubs the owners the suppliers like it's not just about keeping covid down like it like some people some businesses will never reopen ever so when you're on your keyboard they're bashing away saying meh, 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 meh. Yeah. just think about like these are people's lives that are affected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it it's affected us as well like work wise and and it's it's like it's i hope really i hope that every single person that said that has to homeschool their kid for the whole of 2021 i wish that on them um (laughs) i hope that they have to work from home while homeschooling while trying to cook meals um because Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> I'm just I'm just glad that you're hating on the children this time and so I can give You know, a break. I actually don't mind them and I'm about to be an uncle for the first time, which is very exciting. You hate brats as well. You just Not don't say to the it. extent you do though. Like you're a whole other level. Oh, can I tell you actually I got um I got trolled there recently. It was actually it made me cackle and then I kinda engaged, which I shouldn't have engaged, but it mm. did make me laugh. So Alan Hughes um from T V Tree had come to it was actually the first night that we did opium. Uh, he came with a big gang of friends and he posted a lovely message on his social media saying Can you describe him properly please? Alan off the telly. Thanks very much. Alan off the telly. Alan off the telly. <laughs> now Alan I know who the, you're talking off about. Off the morning telly. Yeah. So he had come and he posted this lovely review saying you know it's great concept you should come down and he's dead right it is fabulous. But on, <laughs> a side, on a side note this, um, this person like had commented under it saying about me saying which I held. I follow this particular gentleman on Twitter, right? Oh my God. Who he is, co- about me, he is constantly talking about murder, has an abhorrent hatred of children, and a disdain for parents. Um, so he's met you. Not- 
He's met you. Yeah, then. he's like, that is not art. <laughs> so I jumped <laughs> in and I said, I said, now darling, art is subjective. And he's like, he started like literally going mental. And he said, well, art is not subjective. It is taste and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, thank God not everyone is like you. Then he hops on. Um, God, I, be- I, I assume you're atheist. What God are you speaking of? And I said, ah. Uh, I was like, later now, hon. <laughs> like, it was just, it's starting to roll. His messages were so detailed, like somebody had way too much time in their hand. I just wanted to give him a subtle nudge to let him know that I'd seen him. I know. I um, feel like you're a little bit of a troll online as well, though. Do you want know the kind of I way you do? A little bit, say I things am. that you don't often mean just to kind of, like, piss people off, like... <laughs> Would you say provocative? <laughs> um, yeah, agent provocative, that's you. Um, I d- was it something, like, I, there's always a tiny nugget of truth in what I say. Like, Don't play <laughs> with my feelings like that. You mentioned nuggets, I'm hungover. Mm. Like, unless you're about to show up with a share box, which I won't be sharing, by the way, don't mention the I, nuggets. I am trying to not be so opinionated online, though. I am trying Are you? To, Why? Yeah, because just, I feel in this this time everybody has an opinion and not everybody's opinion needs to be heard mm-hmm. now however mine obviously does need to be heard <laughs> but but no you see like i'm nora from fucking bally go backwards or whatever do you know what i mean her having her opinion on what i'm doing in my real life up here where she's sitting in a quick kitchen fucking making nor cup of soups do you know what i mean i hate like, nor cup of soups. it's just it's a conflict of interest yeah so nor, nor cup of soups why did you hate on me like that gross <laughs> Even the the ones with the croutons, you know, they're oh. like the dehydrated croutons. <laughs> Violent. Like, I do like an, uh, is it no, uh, no, Avonmore. Uh, they yeah. do those hearty mushrooms. I also got trolled as well um, by, because I said Michal Martin's son was a ride and oh. that if they had to put him on the posters, I would vote for Val. Yeah. And fucking, as said, Nora from Bally Go Backwards hopped on me saying, that is disgusting. Now, she was only saying it purely because I was a drag queen and I was like drooling over this sexy young GA player. Who I, he, he is a beaut who, like let's be fair I encourage he's a beaut. you all I encourage you all to go and google me Hummer and son yeah and There's actually if you do google it will you DM Davina a picture the first picture yeah. of him that shows up uh, the more pictures the better because she needs the material yeah the, the better like I, I don't want to see the t- I want to see like the kind of sneaky ones yeah have you <laughs> played golf before speaking of the government have, have you I ever played, played golf? golf yeah uh no. No, I never. I pitch and put. <laughs> Ladies pitch and put. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know what, though? When I was, uh, I did use to sell um, golf shoes, though, like years ago. Shut and up. I swear <laughs> to God. the weirdest jobs. You, you <laughs> were like the chip shop mistress. You did, was it milk rounds? Was it, you were like doing Yeah, no, rounds? bread. I did bread, bread rounds. I gave bread to the, I like bread and loaves or fish and loaves. <laughs> yeah. And that, now I you're telling fish, me you I sold. sell loaves. I sell golf shoes. Golf shoes. Yeah, and I hadn't a fucking clue about golf. And, like, you know, they, they have spikes on it. Like, I literally blagged my way through. I used to I used to sell, like, <laughs> sell them like nobody's business. But I hadn't a clue. I was totally blagging it. And I kind of used to just sell them more on the design. And they were usually, like, a black and white, kind of mm. like an Oxford style. Which you do brown. like a black and white shoe. I do, don't I? Yeah, that's gas. <laughs> you have a lot of those. Uh, do they go up to a lady size 11? Of course they do. Caitlyn Jenner plays golf. Well, because I'm a US 13, if anyone um, doesn't know. So is Caitlyn Jenner. Is she actually? I I think she's actually a US 14. Oh, okay. Well, shoe choices are limited. Like, hence why I spent a long time living in the same ugly shoes. 
those well there's a lot more options now yeah. I think nowadays like things and with China well actually let's not talk about China but mm. uh, with them kind of opening the floodgates like you know now everyone has access to China and to the internet whereas before you know we were being ripped off constantly yeah. especially us drag queens yeah us poor drag queens you know I have not been in drag since July the second third the, I think oh, the yes, third of July was did, my last yeah, gig did, oh my god and how do you feel I'm very. Do you miss it? Oh, do you know what? When I when I went to see your show, I was like, "Oh God, I'd love to do a little number now." And um, but then at the funny same, I, funny, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I missed it. Uh, but then at the same time, oh, hold on, I'm getting a call. Oh, hello. I'm not cutting that out, you guys. Just so you all know, <laughs> you're gonna have to listen to it. Who I am it? far too hungover. The number's not coming up. Oh my god, being crank called. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who it is. Uh, it's probably three, you didn't pay the bill. Oh my god, actually. Listen it, to this. <laughs> What's that? Can you hear that? Yeah. That is, I've, I possess the squeakiest water bottle known to man, and I keep meaning to like just throw it out and buy a new one, but I'm just too lazy. Oh. Well, I'm glad you're staying hydrated. That's important. I do. It's um, so funny that you're hungover and I'm actually like drinking <laughs> water. Daisy, yeah. This is. I feel like this is ver- like vice versa or Freaky Friday. Oh, uh, it's all a bit topsy turvy as they do on Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, topsy turvy. Yes. Um, I am so very hairy. Yeah, I'm very hairy. How are you? Yeah, I have a hairy you chest. No, but for the first time in 29 years, because you know we're 29, um, yeah. I have a hairy chest. Like and she it's weird. Stuff yesteryear. Yeah. Oh, and armpit hair. I haven't seen armpit hair in over a decade since you were fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of weird. I, I'm missing it a little bit. I'm not in drag until September twelfth, where I'm up in. What's Belf- happening? I'm up in Belfast. Um. Oh yeah, and it was um it was supposed to happen mm. um a couple of weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah. It was scheduled. What happened there? I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed to say what happened, but like politics let's say okay, uh, you know right. the north is like very just rules and regulations rules and regulations rules but and regulations. sometimes i think the gays get a little bit harder if you know what i mean up there so mm. uh, i won't go into it but i'm up there with blue hydrangea and bag of chips i know you're a big bag of fan and um, yeah. yeah absolutely love her and uh that should be fun i'm looking forward to that but then also i have the fear d that like i'm gonna have forgotten how to paint and it took me 16 years to kind of almost learn how to paint so like <laughs> i was like i'm glad you said that I was like, <laughs> <laughs> people say oh look victoria's posting a picture from 2000 2006 <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just be a current photo <laughs> i think i'll just start getting ready at like 9 a.m in the morning just to make sure that i can do an eyebrow still it is funny when you take time away though because i remember even getting ready for like the first show after when because we've started i think like in the like the 20th of july so i had maybe two weeks off and mm-hmm. i was kind of looking for a little bit of a longer time off but i remember when i came down and i was like looking in the mirror and i was like um um, looking at the brushes, I was like, um, I, <laughs> I like, didn't know where to start. I know, it's bizarre. But then once you get into it, it's just, you're straight back on. Are you enjoying getting ready at home for these opening no, shows? I hate it. Like, it's the worst part of mm. the night is like, I, do you know what it is? I just hate the traveling to the gig. I hate like getting taxis. Yeah. I don't mind kind of getting taxis home, but it's like getting taxis there, it's just like stressy and it's just always it's like always daylight and awkward and just like yeah you know, in general though you are a person that stresses on how you're going to get places um, I am. at all times yeah. like i am you are always five steps ahead with how the transportation is going to happen it's quite a weird yeah. quirk of yours to be honest yeah but i do i like to know how it's got how i'm going to get from a to b like yeah and 
like you know if we're ever like going to like after parties where there's a car waiting there's like mm. taxi there yeah it's like because i'm not one of these people to stand around the streets waiting that's not my style yeah not for me at all no no you'd be on a dublin bike before that like you absolutely you, she is you know a fan is of the dublin well? bike I hate hanging around as well because I feel like you get grabbed. You feel like you get like the people kind of pull out of you and you get a bit in a sexy way. No, like the other day I was like standing outside opium and we were we were going home and home. <laughs> 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 and uh, this girl from like literally across the street, she's like Davina Divine. Like and I was like, oh my mm. god! And she was locked overhead. She's like runs over and just hanging out here and just kind of like nonsensical. Yeah, she's like oh fuck, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's nice someone saying hello, but like not when they're you know. She actually thought I was you for a second. Oh my god! <laughs> That's how drunk she was. <laughs> Shut your face, you! <laughs> Here, I have this um, really weird feeling at the moment. I'm just going to voice it. Well, I'm actually in my sitting room, and I'm right beside a picture of my granny, and I really feel like she's here. Do you kind of believe that? That That's feeling sometimes. Why, that's probably why the sound changed. I don't know. It's weird. Like I'm looking at her. I'm like, Monica, she is here. There, Monica's give here. Give us a sign. Yeah, I hope oh she's god. having a glass of wine. Oh my god, I'm not being smart. I'm not being... The sound just changed again. Are you serious? I swear to God. I swear to God. The sound just changed back to how it was. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Oh my god, did you... My granny was a bit hard... Oh my hard god, of, I just had Monica give us a sign. I swear oh to god. Oh my god. Well, my granny was a bit hard of hearing, so maybe that is a sign, like... Oh my god, I can communicate with the dead, everyone. I really oh think my she god. Is. Do you ever get that feeling about your granddad? Uh, oh, I hope he's not hanging around <laughs> the stuff I get up to. <laughs> oh, actually, true. I I wouldn't wish that on him. Um, um yeah. oh no, like I I I don't know. I I used to believe in all that kind mm. of stuff, but I just like I'm always just looking for. You know me. I'm like mm. I'm like fact based girl, and I love to have some evidence. Yeah. So I don't know. I would love to believe it, but I just I don't know if I do. Unfortunately, you you. You also believe in like fortune tellers though, and I've no, never been to one. I don't believe totally. Like I used to be kind of mad into it, and then I took. A, I was just like, "This is bullshit," and I got yeah. into kind of like. If you need to look up um, James Randi mm. on YouTube, he's this amazing magician. I think he's based in like uh, Florida. He's okay. really, really old. Yeah, the amazing, the amazing Randi. I think he's called. Oh, the uh, amazing uh, Randi! Yeah. Oh, that yeah, sounds like no, a dirty book. He has so many shows on um, on YouTube, like documentaries and stuff. But he gave a million dollar reward. Uh, if somebody could prove that they could actually predict the future, oh, and it's amazing! Like it's he he tests psychics, really wor- world famous psychics. Yeah, and he went after. Remember Yuri Geller, the spoon bender. Oh, he, yeah. He was determined to like show him up as a charlatan, like determined. Mm. So he like made Yuri Geller's life hell, like to hunt him around, showing how he bent spoons, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, literally like revealing all his tricks so watch it the amazing randy i think it's he's amazing james randy i think is his name maybe that's a good like hangover viewing today like i might yes it's really good he's so many things and he's so cute like he's just like he's like a kind of like psychic hate in david attenborough oh god (laughs) (laughs) like that's what really reminds me of maybe i need to go because you have a good fortune teller i think you should bring me that's do you know what actually we have said this before i've been meaning to get him that's as i was saying i used to go to them all the time yeah and then i kind of said this is a load of bullshit but there is one guy who's in dublin his name's eddie christensen and he is like he it's stuff he knows just so freaky he's in set william street he's amazing yeah like i don't know but he says to me that he his granny had the gift and he had this gift where 
um, he just it's like more instinctual yeah it's instinctual yeah and I would love to get him on this podcast because yeah. I really do like I don't know it's fascinating because he knows I don't know he just knows things that, that he couldn't know and he knows times and dates which freaks me out yeah yeah I love that like, I want to go I, I've always me. said to you I want to go to him if I'm yeah. going to try someone I want to go to him let's try and get him on maybe let's try and get I him would, on but let's go yeah. and, and put money in his purse first before we ask him and yeah, uh, book in for little readings um, we have a topic of the day but honestly we haven't I've kind of missed this because we've been interviewing people, mm-hmm. but we haven't really had a good old um, chinwag ourselves. Our yes. topic of the day is do 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 nightmare staycations. Oh my god, nightmare staycations! Yeah, have you ever had a nightmare staycation? Well, my dad used to have a what are they called mobile homes in Wexford? A caravan. Yeah, caravan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, obviously they cost a lot of money. See you, Victoria's Secret. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to go down pretty much every weekend all summer every long. Every weekend? Pretty much like, because you know once once a parent spends bloody money on those. I actually don't think it was. I don't remember where it was. But um, yeah, so we used to go down every weekend. And you know, Ireland. I'm not being smart as well, though. In the 80s, like, like mobile homes and caravans were like kind of fancy. Like, yeah. Oh, it they was were. a bit plush, like. It yeah, wasn't, yeah, yeah. Like, it was nice. Like, it, well, yeah. I mean, it was nice. Oh, picture this. I'm six foot two in one of those coffin style beds for a start. Like, you might six foot two when you were a kid, though. I thought <laughs> I came out of the vagina at six foot two. <laughs> Jesus, poor Trisha. <laughs> she looks distressed. <laughs> permanently (laughs) yeah i've never um i've never had to grow i just was this size from day one but um like so like the beds were too small for a start i'm six foot two and it pissed down all the time so what are you supposed to do you're in wexford there's no telly and oh no if you have the telly it's really bad like you stuck a coat um like a (laughs) coat hanger into the back of the telly to get like rte one potentially Mm. and i just thought it was so boring i hated it yeah like well, I remember going on a um a, a, a vacation. I suppose it was like mm-hmm. a holiday to, for to, I think it was to Core Town. Yeah, I remember for the weekend with my mum. Oh my god, sounds back. Monica is with us. Oh my god, sound Monica, Monica, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like my mum and dad didn't have the best relationship, and my cousin came with us, so it was uh, it wasn't the funnest of times. <laughs> broken home, <laughs> like, broken and Core Town, yeah, and Core Town isn't like you know. Disneyland, no. so it's like it's hardly like the the place of dreams. No, it's no, no. Betty's Town, that's for sure. No, Fantasia of Betty's Town. <laughs> that's no, close. So Fantasia close. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, because of COVID. No, because it was a shithole. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> Did you ever go? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. The only the closest thing I got to Fantasia was when I saw it being robbed on Crime Call. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> the nice cafe though, so it's still worth a visit if anyone's Keisha there. And a coffee, Keisha relish, and coffee. it's called. Oh, relish the thoughts. Mm, <laughs> tasty sandwiches. Right, so let's hear some peeves. Some other oh, people's yeah, sorry. Locations. Uh, okay, so, but actually, you said your cousin went with you. Yes. How was that? Did you kill each Fine. other? No, oh no, we got on grand. Thank God. <laughs> we were like the saving grace for each other. Oh, uh, so your cousin wasn't trying to wear your heels? My cha cha heels? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't ever try and wear Davina's heels. Oh, She'll my God. My computer is beeping on me. I think Monica has sent me a sign. Oh my God. Monica's getting all the shout outs. My auntie's listening to this. I hope this is not triggering you at the moment. But um, oh, yeah. We love Monica. I, we uh, do. She's, she, 
she was gas lady. Okay, here we go. I got yes. a load of little stories in. So, um, they kind of all have a very similar theme. Like, uh, Pears 5 said, every family holiday I've gone on has resulted in me being sick or hurt. Like, oh. what the hell are your family doing to you? Um, Eamon McGill said, once stayed in a prefab that was supposed to be a hotel room in the smoking area of D2. And now it's his studio. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's from Drada, isn't he? So obviously a holiday I, was in Dublin. He's like semi-up north. Mm-hmm. Uh, rhythmic Hoofbeat said, does a story on borrowing my uncle's camper van only to be woken by it being shaken? Now I have oh. no idea. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's more. Oh, by oh. my bio parents count. Had to kick my brother awake so we'd tell them to shut up. Oh my God, his parents were riding. In a camper van. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, That's I love that. Absolutely love that. Okay. Well, I love it, but it's also gross. Gross, but I mean, you know, that's how we all came about. Parents ride. Um, Garthman8 said, Me and my friend went on an Irish driving holiday, staying in an Airbnb uh, in Cove. Um, it was a lovely house, but it turns out the family also had to stay there. Oh no big God. deal. No. I would hate that, I know. I would hate that. The ban on tea, bringing the toast in the morning. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no big deal. We were going out to get pissed. Uh, she was getting ready, of course, and she went to the toilet, had a shower. She comes down in a blind panic. <laughs> <laughs> she tells me she did a shit in the toilet and it won't flush. <laughs> you know what you do? You get a hanger and you break its back. <laughs> oh my God. What a visual. Uh, <laughs> break its back. You're disgusting. Um, and it won't flush and she needs my help. I don't know what to do, but then suddenly we hear it flush. <laughs> it turns out the family's autistic kids had went into the... <laughs> went into the bathroom found the shit and got rid of it <laughs> I died laughing for three hours oh my god oh my god I'm actually crying with the laughter oh my god but the best part is the oh last part of the message <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> sorry, I'm not cutting all these laughing out either. I'm sorry, you guys. You just have to listen okay. to us. And um, the last bit is that he added, Cove is really good though. Fully recommend it. Oh my gosh. Oh my oh. god. So oh. funny. I'm actually howling. Yeah, so, so oh funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay, let's see what oh. else people wrote. Uh, Roro Ben Ben said, My parents uh, brought us to a dirty graveyard in Portugal to see <laughs> if it was like the ones in Ireland. <laughs> How random. <laughs> to see if the graveyard was the same as Ireland. Uh, Ria04X said, Someone shoved me underwater at Butlin's Lazy River. <laughs> I think they were trying to drown me. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Pity oh, they didn't. See it. <laughs> uh, Fever Scarler said, "My mum took us to Northern Ireland for a holiday, and we ended up moving over here." <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> I th- for the books. I think he's uh, not impressed by that. Uh, okay, and then uh, Whitney Devere. She said in Lanzarote Airport, only to be woken up by security at four thirty in the afternoon. Whitney, I don't even. Oh wait, wait, wait. There's more to it. Getting drunk the night before my flight at six a.m. <laughs> going to Lanzarote Airport and then like sleeping and missing her flight. Oh my god, gas. Well, I'm just amazed they let Whitney out of the country full stop. <laughs> oh, and also, for those of you that don't know who Whitney DeVere is, she was this uh, she's this person that sings at our karaoke show on Saturday. When, well, she's in the George. And she went in front of the X Factor judges and she used to just jump down onto her knees. <laughs> oh, my God. That clip does live on online. It does. What a look. Like, those knees have seen a lot. Um, okay, two more quick ones. Mm-hmm. Gav for Sachs, who was a huge fan of our digital show. Yes, and um, the... IRL show. Oh, yeah. Opium, I've seen lover. that. Uh, he also was a fan of trolling the contestants. Yes. <laughs> on well, Twitter. We enjoyed, we enjoyed the two. Oh, we did. We did. I wouldn't read all of them, but Tavina went in there with them. Uh, <laughs> he said, not being allowed to check into a and b because me and the hubby wanted to share a double bed. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. Wow, that is absolutely mental, isn't it? In yeah. This, like, like, and that's obviously like very recent because they they're only married kind of recently, so that's mental. Oh, he's married. Oh my god, yeah. Somebody married him. Yes. Just kidding. Um, also, I want to know what B and B that was. Yeah. So, uh, so DM, DM us because that's yeah. And well, me and Davina will go try and check into it ourselves and share about oh in God. drag. No, we'll do. We'll give them the full girlfriend experience. <laughs> 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 we'll arrive two gentlemen like Sarah, and then we get in drag and we meet up in the common room and we start kissing. Yeah. <laughs> kissing? You accelerated that quite a lot. How long have you wanted to give me the kiss? Uh, one last one was Harry Matthews said, "My granny used to take me to staycation weeks um, that were in Christian camps." Oh, God. No, they were fun. The God Squad. No, thank you. The God Squad. Um, I actually really enjoyed them, but the the shit one definitely um, takes the biscuit. Don't start me again. Yeah, takes the biscuit. Yes, I love anything to do with floaters. It's it's just like, there's just no... Do you remember the the, the girl It went viral there last, um, last year? The girl who went on the date with the guy? And she, she took yes. shit in the toilet, and then she couldn't get rid of it, so she she tried to throw it out the window. Yeah. But it was like double windows, so it got stuck <laughs> in between. And she tried to climb down to take it out, and she got stuck in the window and had to be removed by fire brigade. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. absolutely iconic. Oh. oh my god, fair play to her though. At least she, she tried in some shit. I tell you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Before we have our guest, and we're really excited about our guest, but we'll get to that in a minute. Rotter of the week on fuzzy little things. Um, we haven't had a rotter of the week in so long, and there's been so many, so many, so many. I think you're going to enjoy mine because it's not one particular person; it's lots of people. Um, okay. Mine is related to, you know, and who still does this, but mine is related to when people list themselves on Facebook as in a couple. Oh. Do you know what I mean? And I don't mind that, but it's the people that... like, like, um, you know, say Victoria's Secret is in a relationship like that person? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, so like, like it's a stat, like, updates their status or whatever? Yes, exactly. But then it's not that, I don't mind that. It's the people that comment on it underneath. Oh, you two are made for each other. Yeah, you get that. (laughs) You two are made for each other. Oh, gorgeous couple. Now, 
One of them could be cross-eyed and the other one could be absolutely bet down. And someone would go, gorgeous couple, like gorgeous. And you're like, shut up, Jacinta. They are not, how dare you lie to them. Uh, and what else is it? Oh, so happy for you. I'm like, shut oh. the fuck up. Up. What a gang of losers! Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I actually saw two people do that this week, and I'm not coming for you guys if you know if you're listening to this because I'm saw sure they're big fans. Doing that as well this week, but I can't remember who it is mainly because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So, yeah. What, who's your rotter of the week? Well, they're permanent rotters. Um. So I've been thinking. There's been so many um people that are rotting me this week. Uh, mainly, I have to say. The self-righteous brigade are still, I'm, they're still top of my list for the last couple of weeks. Like, not letting people say certain things online, that mm-hmm. really annoys me. But if I had to have one rudder of the week, it's just, it has to be Michal Martin. Okay. The new Taoiseach of the country. Mainly because I just think he's like the devil incarnate. I think mm-hmm. he's the worst Taoiseach we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Terrible public speaker. Mm-hmm. Dreadful to look at. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> have we had any Taoiseachs that you think were not dreadful to look at? Well, like, just even... Like, oh, actually, Brian Cowan was actually very dreadful to look at. Oh, my God, Tiffany, you're so mean. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. What? From, like, a a public kind of world stage perspective. Yeah. Yeah. He's like someone you'd meet at the bus stop. Like, just dreadful. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not for me and just a real like definitely wants to turn Ireland into like a nanny state and I like whatever you like you can say about Leo and all that kind of stuff but like Leo's a better much better public speaker yeah he is um, and I just feel like they handled the whole Covid situation a little bit better this it feels like he just wants to be Taoiseach you know like mm. it's like just let me you know once because once he's in the history book now do you know yeah what I, mean? I know so he's there for two years and then Leo will be back for two years and the whole thing is just a shit show in general yeah Whatever your view on politics, that's my view. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just think it's a bit like it just it, the whole thing, and then the golf situation that's happening at the moment is just a shit show, and yeah. the whole country just feels like it's in chaos. Yeah. So, uh, the government basically are my writers of the week. The all the whole lot of them, like fucking, yeah. they're all dickheads and pissing me off very fair very fair yes. it's been one of those weeks hasn't it just yeah, lots it's... of like oh, are you guys actually thick like thick. just this year just feels like it's been how i was describing it to someone it doesn't feel like um you're at a party and like you're just waiting to get thrown out <laughs> Do you know that feeling? yeah it's like you're waiting for just, like someone to just call time yeah. on the party because like you just don't know when it's going to end but you know it's coming mm-hmm. and it's just a very weird time in ireland right now mm-hmm. it's very odd very weird everywhere like everywhere i know but i all i care about right now is Ireland. Oh, so. and i really miss the george i wish the george were open i miss it so I much know. but do you know what as well like i have to say and for those of you out there that listen like we are doing shows like i know vade has a show on wednesday i have a show thursday and saturday mm-hmm. and shirley's been doing bingo on sunday so like there there is stuff happening yeah a bit more kind of localizing regist- in, uh, restrictions and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff but i don't know if i'd like the george to reopen until it's, it's like Back safe to normal. and kind of not even back to normal but I just I don't know how the George would cope as a space with these restrictions yeah you know so part of me is very apprehensive and I, I feel like I've just been living the whole last couple of months apprehensive because yeah. you know the goalposts especially for us the goalposts have just kept they just keep moving constantly it's like when they first shut everything down like we went digital and then that went on and kind of you know we work that out as much as we could and then all this crap now the restrictions and stuff it's just all a bit weird isn't it really weird Never but you know ending. what I think we need to make the best effort to try and keep this 
as much as possible a COVID free zone for yes, the podcast. Yes, I agree. You know I like? agree. And we're I, talking I, about it constantly, aren't we? Like, and I know. Well, this is just a little nod to it, just yeah. to where we are now. But we're, we're we are going to consciously try and keep it COVID free. Yeah, for sure. Because we want life this needs to get back to normal. Hundred percent. We want this as well to be some fun for you guys and a bit of an escapism. Um, I really just missed. to say one thing. Yeah. Instead of focusing on all the deaths and badness, yeah. like think of all the people that are actually getting through COVID and living. Yeah. So there is like just try and focus on the positives, people, is what I'm saying. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Because the positives are we've got an amazing lineup for this season. Yes, we uh, we're calling it a season because we took a break without yeah. telling you guys. Uh because we what were absolutely we were just Shattered. done. We didn't even say that it was the end of season one. We just went down tools, see you later, bye, gone. Because uh, we'd done like 20 episodes, we'd done uh, like about 30 digital shows, uh, some were yeah, private, it was, it and was it was a lot. But we are back, we are revitalized, rejuvenated. I've had some more Botox, it's stunning. And uh, yeah, the guests are a whopper. You're going to be. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Like yeah. in for some great episodes And some really kind of Some characters that you might not have ever heard of That have amazing stories to tell mm-hmm. So it's like I've enjoyed doing it Because I think yeah. it's been It's been interesting Totally Totally So Davina who is guest number one? Well our very One of our favourite all time Drag race huns And drag icon She's a queen's queen mm-hmm. The queen of mean And <laughs> And the hardest working bitch I have yeah. probably ever met Super successful Bianca Del Rio is mm-hmm. going to be joining us. Mm-hmm. We're very excited to have her, and we had a great little chat with her. Yeah, she's always fun, really good. And I'm kind of excited to listen back to it because I don't remember what we chatted about now. But no, it was a few but weeks like ago. every time Bianca is in town, she always makes time to catch up with us and have a laugh. And she's one of those people you might not see for like a couple of years, but she remembers everything. She keeps up online. She's genuine. Like she's a genuine queen Genuine And always yeah. make sure To reach out to us The week before And be like Girls please come along And see the show She'll come yeah. and watch our show She's a good time girl And yeah, uh, Really good fun I do you know what I can't falter She can drink As much as we can Oh my god She's for the size of her She drinks so <laughs> much <laughs> like, And she wouldn't be sat hell. With a hangover right now Like I am So uh, yeah Yeah Like uh, she doesn't strike me As a hangover type Yeah no She she gets up And goes on to the next country And she's absolutely fine Not a bother on her But um, I think that's That's kind of it Isn't it Yes Well we're going to leave you With the interview And we'll be back Thank you again For bearing with us mm-hmm. And uh, Just to say We have got shot glasses Available on our Petty Little Things website Isn't that right Tell us a little oh. Oh my god, Davina, you are making me jizz right now trying to sell things like absolutely <laughs> obsessed. Well, yes. We found our feed for season two. We 
did. We did. Now, specifically, I'd rather you buy the shot glasses because they live in my apartment and I'd like to get rid of them ASAP because... Uh, Conveniently, they don't live in Davina's apartment. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go on to pettylittlethings.net. Have a look at our gorgeous website. It's pretty stunning, if I say so myself. Mostly because neither me or Davina set it up. <laughs> That's why it looks Thanks, cute. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. And uh, buy our shot glasses. They're an absolute bargain, purely because I wanted to make them way more expensive and Davina wouldn't let me. Uh, yes, I made them. I made them for the people. I am a people <laughs> princess. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so when you're having your gathering of six people, buy six shot glasses yes and don't do just six shots do about like six each no oh, also count we'd love to see reviews so go on to apple oh, yes. podcasts we have been reading them all they're so good we might actually read a few of them next week so if you leave us some good yeah, ones a little message yeah we will read because them because they are important and they do they help us chart and they help us just gain a little bit of traction mm-hmm. um mainstream so do uh, give us a review absolutely and help us spread the word that we are back share it on your stories yes. tweet about it send us nudes all that good stuff that helps for um spreading the word <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's it i hope you enjoy our interview with um bianca del rio and until next time stay, stay petty. petty kisses <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you guys, we've got a very special guest up next. She is a rising star, a breakthrough star on AJ and the Queen on Netflix. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we have <laughs> we have uh, the one, the only Miss Bianca Del Rio is in the house. You know what I enjoy is whenever I do a podcast, someone always says, we're very excited about our next guest. Our- are you are you ever not excited by the guest? I'm curious. Yeah, or we is had, that yeah. just the bullshit you have to say? No, we had Courtney yesterday. We weren't excited about that. <laughs> oh, that troll. <laughs> How are you, gorgeous? How are you keeping? I'm doing good. Um, you know, this it's the world's crazy at the moment, mm. but I was um lucky enough right before the quarantine to move. So I've just been kind of settling in my new place and trying to unpack all my drag and all of that. So I've kind of been, been in my own little bubble. For the past few months. Well, for anyone that is thinking, what is she on? Undo- what's she actually doing? It's probably labeling things. Anyone that's ever seen Bianca yeah. backstage, excessive <laughs> use of labels is one word that I describe it. <laughs> Cleaning lace fronts well, and labeling. Well, you know what's crazy about it is that people often say you label everything and you make it nuts. But you know my assistant, Jamie, who's been my yeah. friend for like 20 years, is that I, I label everything because when I'm out on the road and he's not with me and I say, can you go get this box? I need this for this. And it's all properly labeled. Not to mention yeah. when I die, it'd be very easy <laughs> to go through my shit because someone goes, I don't want this box. I don't need dirty panties. I don't need this because it's all <laughs> properly labeled. <laughs> Do you have that good, Judy? Or is it, Jamie, that um, if you died, you need them to go? go straight to your apartment, burn records, uh, wipe your porn history down. What's going on? Is it Jamie? No, God, no. I don't care. Please. Like, you don't think that I've watched porn or killed people? Of course I have. I have no fucking secrets. You've killed people in a porno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's real talent. Um, this is probably the longest you've been at home ever. Like, we know you actually pre-Drag Race. We came to see your show in New York in Fire Island. But, like... Once you got on the road, I remember about four weeks after winning season six, you hadn't had a day off. And I remember saying it to you in like the guts of 30 days. And you are probably still one of the nicest people I've ever worked with. And I was kind of, how is that possible? She hasn't slept. She's just a machine. Like, what has it been like to have proper time off forcibly? 
Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I did Drag Race much later than most people. I was 37 when I did it. So I just thought, this is my last hurrah. Go out and do it. And I didn't notice that the years started flying by. Because now, what, it's been what, seven years since our season, I think? Or- wow. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Stop. seven years. Okay. We'll move to Zoom, will we? Are you back? We're back now. Right. Okay, we're back again. Sorry, I don't know why it keeps cutting out. We have a strong don't connection. Uh, Wi-Fi. Um the fuck was I saying? Um, I'm old. Da, 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 da. Oh, so in the end, what ends up happening is that, you know, years just kept flying by and I don't do well with sitting home. So I just thought, keep going, keep going, keep going. So this has been kind of, um, you've been like nonstop. Exciting. Though, like, yeah. But that's how I like it. Yeah. You know, people often say, especially on, on social media, you have all these drag queens that complain, I need a break. It's so exhausting. Yeah. Lip syncing and taking off your clothes is really <laughs> difficult, Violet. But, uh, I, I just, I personally don't do well with vacation time. So this yeah. just worked out. As I said, I moved from Los Angeles to Palm Springs. So I've just been kind of getting settled in my home. So it's well, nice. been good timing for me Perfect. in the end. Um, yeah. Ju- just when you said that, um, about, uh, taking your clothes off is very hard. I watched the first work the world, um, live benefit that everyone did and you, and I wanted to talk about her as well. And bunny were just so funny. And me and Davina have done a lot of digital shows together. And we've since found out that the beauty is in the lag. The beauty is in when things go wrong the and, uh, yourself <laughs> and bunny back and forward, kind of saying almost what you really thought before these girls went up and did their beautiful ones and twos was hilarious well i appreciate it and and you know what's crazy is that you know if you've ever talked with bunny on the phone it's an experience like when she calls you have to go all right do i have an hour to sit down and listen to this troll (laughs) but in the end when we get to do those types of gigs i enjoy it but there's also so many people that are like it takes away from these girls beautiful performances (laughs) well first of all it's called live and none of the cunts were live but me and bunny (laughs) so It's like, whatever. And we're just talking. We're like those two old men from the Muppets. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, our favorite uh, characters. Yeah, they just talk shit. And that's what we do. But I find it always fascinating when people are like, I wish they would have different hosts because I want to see, oh, fuck off. Who cares? I don't need to see another bitch lip syncing for the rest of my goddamn life. Well, a, a lot about our podcast is basically being petty and also mm. about drag queens and like being sisters because I suppose we work together, we're supposed to be best friends, and then also we end yeah. up competing for the same work, which can lead to like not necessarily the best relationships sometimes, such as yeah. me and Davina are friends 16 years, but actually didn't speak for a whole two years. Still not speaking. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad... Listen, I've spoken with Davina, you're not missing much. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering how you and bunny kind of met obviously new york is a small place and if you guys have always gotten along or whether you kind of fell out along the way well bunny and i I met bunny when i was 20 years old in new orleans i was doing a show working at a bar weekly and you know kind of like it was you know for you guys you're doing the thing every week and and you're there and you meet all these people you have guest stars that come in and bunny had come in because Bunny's from the South. She's from Chattanooga, Tennessee. And I was in New Orleans and she came in to do a show and I was hosting the show. And in the show, we also were doing illusions, oh. which means a bad, you know, a, a bad impersonation of someone. And I was doing share and hosting the show. And she came to me after and she said, girl, you don't need to do share because there's other fags who do share that are going to do it better. <laughs> and she said, find your own. She said, find your own look and, you know, create that. Go with that because you're funny. 
And I thought, what great advice coming from somebody who, when you see a photo, you know immediately that it's Lady Bunny. Yeah. Uh, with the exception now, because Trixie stole her hair and her dresses. But... <laughs> Ooh. I wish she would steal Bunny's humor, then maybe she'd be bearable. But anyway, <laughs> what I found, what I thought was interesting is that through the years, I thought, this is great advice from Bunny. And when I got to New York, we got to work together. And I remember backstage one night, I told her, I said, you know, you gave me some really good advice. You told me, you know, to find my look and to do this. And she looks at me and she goes, girl, I told you to get hit by a bus and die, fag. <laughs> so that... As carried through, I just, anybody who has a sense of humor, I thoroughly enjoy. And she was just one of those people, to me, is what drag is. You know, yeah. it's it's fun, it's entertaining, it's larger than life. Um, and I just love her, also love her as a person. I don't discuss politics with her because she's batshit crazy. But other than that, I find her very entertaining. And speaking of sisters, Logan Hardcore as well. You're close with Logan, aren't you? And she's a, a good yeah, time Logan gal is, as well. We're obsessed with oh, her. Oh, she's a great time gal. Yeah, we, yeah, we knew each other for... We know each other for quite some time, and we also lived together for a short spell in New York. Oh wow! Uh, and she's been on it. Some rise. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's been she's been on it right now with this whole Fire Island Corona situation. Mm. She's been doing investigative reporting. If you watch her Facebook, it's fascinating. I've been she's calling out all these gays. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen. Been yeah, she was like she was trying to get someone arrested the other day. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, you know how it is with gays. It's like you're not supposed to have parties for over 25 people. And these fags are having circuit parties in the forest, you yeah. know? And so she's calling them out, honey. She's on it. I love it. Jessica Fletcher of Fire Island. I love it. Uh, we actually, I yes. think, uh, when, the last time we were talking to her, she did our digital show. We reminded her at the time when we were in Fire Island yeah. that Davina's, you know, in Fire Island, <laughs> the little slats, the wooden slats, your heels get ruined. And Davina had yes. put a pair of pink pumps in the bin. They were in fucked. the trash. They were absolutely rode off. <laughs> and then we went back yeah. the next year and Davina was like, they are my shoes. She is wearing my shoes from last year. <laughs> yeah. She told me straight up. She's like, okay. girl, I saw you putting them in the trash. She's like, they're perfectly good pink pumps. She's like, I took them out, put a bit of duct tape on the end. She's like, good as new. <laughs> wait, oh, wait. You know, that does not surprise me because we lived together and I had a pair of fishnets that were all rhinestoned that I had from New Orleans. So they were a good 10 years old at the time when I was in New York. And I had taken them and thrown them in the trash. So I'm like, you know what? It's been quite a few years. I've repaired them. They're not good. Whatever, whatever. So I throw them into the trash. And literally, maybe a month later, we're both doing drag brunch together. And we're getting out of the car. And she was getting out before me. And I said, are those my tights from the trash? And is that my Chinese food that spilled on them that is still staining them because I put them in the kitchen trash? And she's like, oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> that gives Icon. you an insight to her she, Icon She probably had a pool show She was going to give them a wash in the <laughs> yeah. pool For sure <laughs> That's the only time That's the only time she washed anything Was that pool Well we were thinking What lockdown really needs to save us all Is like a second season of Drag Queens of NYC on YouTube um, I think you need to make it happen <laughs> Would you be game? Would you be up for it? <laughs> you know what's funny Is that um, Peppermint had reached out to me recently Because we had done that way remember what year it was and uh they they kind of round us up they said we're doing this pilot for the show and we all said yes and recently peppermint was like do you want to do this again why don't we do it i said it sounds like a plan she goes well why don't you fund it and i went bye (laughs) 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 i'm not wasting my good drag dollars on these nasty cunts oh my god Speaking speaking of drag queens of new york have you ever seen drag queens of london have you seen that tv show you know, I have not seen it, but I heard it's quite entertaining. It certainly I, now is. Now that I'm in quarantine, I should probably yeah, do it. Yeah, you need to look. I'm going to watch it tonight, actually, just to recap. 
Uh, it is. It's worth. It. It's worth a look. I don't know if you'd get through it. it. There's a lot of like oh, shaved armpits, no. dirty lace fronts, yeah. and tights <laughs> that are ready to walk off themselves. So it's like an education. So it's basically, experience. it's it's like looking at you two. Is that what it is? Kind of, but from a UK yeah. perspective, we haven't worn tights or yeah. tucked in months. I dare yeah. you. All our digital shows have been very comfortable in runners yeah. and uh, man yeah. jeans. <laughs> man jeans. Isn't it nice? It's so isn't nice. it nice to get dressed just from the waist up? It's pretty cool. Yeah, our feet look like feet again which yeah. is pretty cute <laughs> um speaking of like stuff that you've put out there beyond uh, drag queens in new york i love hurricane bianca now i've heard you slag off your own movies yourself um but i love that also that you will is there going to be a third one do you think you would do a third one or are you just done because they are immortalized on netflix over here now well, well, that's lovely. Uh, you know, I you have to make fun of yourself in general. And of course, with, with this whole world we live in, everybody's got an opinion of everything that you do. But my friend Matt Kugelman is the one who wrote it and was interested in doing it way before Drag Race. And so yeah. he says, we're going to make this movie. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then after Drag Race, we were able to make it happen. So we've done two of them now. There's a third one that the script has been written for. And obviously, it was... This year, it was more about when can I squeeze it in with my schedule, and then this whole corona thing happened. So there is a third one that is written, and there is a third one that they want to have as the next installment. Uh, I just don't know when we're going to actually get to film it. The, the the whole idea of it is so bizarre, but I think you guys feed into that whole like gay movie in such a fun way, you know, kind of way. Plus, it's always nice to see Shangela get a gig, because, I mean, she's been very quiet lately. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny? What I enjoy is that everybody always says, well, you need to put so-and-so in the movie. You need to put this girl in the movie. And I'm like, I'm not in charge of this. This was Matt Kugelman who said, all right, I'm going to put in. I said, put in whoever you want. I don't want any ties to it. And uh, Shangela and Willem and everybody was involved. It just also depended on what the scheduling was. So it's a hoot to get to work with them because Shangela never knows her lines, which is always entertaining. <laughs> Willem, shockingly... Knows all of his lines and is very professional on set. I mean, she fucks everybody that works in catering, but she is very professional on set. So it's great to get to work with them. So I'm hoping that we can get this third one going and make it happen. Absolutely. Sounds like a bit of crack. No, we, you know, we say crack here, not like crack, crack. <laughs> not like no, Whitney, I get you. Not, I get not you. like crack, crack. Not Whitney Houston crack. Or the crack. Um, What's wrong with it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bianca, just at the moment, because like, everybody seems to be like afraid of getting cancelled, afraid of really, things are getting very, very PC. And I feel like yourself and Bunny are really able to make the kind of humour that me and Davina really enjoy, which is like... Slightly dark, but twisted, Slightly. <laughs> uh, and do it really, <laughs> do it really well. Uh, do you think that that's going to stay that way, or like, yeah, is there pressure? Some, we feel pressure to yeah. become more and more PC as kids are showing up on our yeah. Instagram as followers, and, and then they're locked instantly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, in general, I'm. I, I, I'm old. I've done this for quite some time. It, actually, in January, will be 25 years of doing this. And I just yeah. refuse to have some 13-year-old cunt who yeah. masturbates to Katya on TikTok tell me what the fuck I can say and do. The, the bottom line is that if it doesn't work for you, then you can change the channel. Mm-hmm. You can go see another show. It's fine. And I never understood where, in this world, drag used to be... Um, exciting fun uh dark interesting i mean i come from a time when when gay men didn't even like drag queens you know it was like we weren't allowed in the bars if it was a boy bar because the boys wanted to hang out they never liked 
us. And so if a gay man doesn't like me, I refuse to have some 10-year-old girl tell me what I can and can't do. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. So it's either I'm your cup of tea or not. Yeah. You know? And and what I do enjoy is when they say, you should be more like this one. You should be more like that one. I go, girl, I can show you text that that bitch is rotted. Yeah. Just because she puts that out there. I love everybody. It's all about kindness. Oh, go suck a dick. <laughs> but that's what that's I know. That's not... That's just not for me. So yeah. I, I don't care if someone doesn't like it. And I can't care because it doesn't affect my life. The people that get it, get it. And yeah. the people that don't, don't. So you can't really spend your time being concerned with these phantom people that live online who just feel the need to say, this offends me. Great. You're offended. Wonderful. I'm offended that you have an opinion. But what do I do about it? I live my life and do what I have to do. Yeah, you know, you're totally, and that's what I love, like, about your humor, is it's so un- unapologetic, and no one is off limits, and that's the way it should be, it's like, just feels like there's limits kind of coming in. Mm. Well, it's... it helps that you're intelligent, well, to, for a start, to yeah. be real, a... you can get away with stuff also... because it's intelligently written, do you know that kind of way? Well, I mean, I'm the biggest joke there is, and I think it's important to go, that's what drag is to me. Mm. Drag is not, you know, I mean, there's other people that want to be advocates and other people who want to be held on a pedestal. But as you see, in gay culture in particular, they love to put someone on a pedestal and then take them down. I I mean, look at anyone. Look at Ellen. Look at RuPaul. Look at, I mean, whoever, no matter what you do, it's never enough to satisfy anyone. And by no means am I taking up for these people. I just mean, this is just the world we live in. So I'm a firm believer, you know, Andy Warhol said everyone in the future will be famous for 15 minutes. I think everyone's going to be canceled in the future for 15 minutes. I mean, I mean, are you anyone if you're not canceled? I mean, they all get offended. They all get bothered. And then that means it's not for you. And I feel that, you know, if you're the president, if you're an elected official, that's when you should get upset. That's when you should get concerned. When I'm paying taxes, I can bitch about the president. But about a drag queen you don't like, go live your fucking life. Yeah, oh I my mean, God, I honestly. Love I love it. Yeah. Come here, every- it, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense no. to me. You know, if, if you don't like it, just move on. Lots of yeah. things I don't I think Kim Kardashian's a piece of shit, but I don't spend my day going, I hate you, you big fake butt bitch. <laughs> Do it. I, I don't care. Um, come here, every year that you come on tour over to our side of the world you always bring someone fabulous who isn't involved in the franchise which i adore because um they get you have a major platform fact Mm. and we get to see talent that we maybe wouldn't have seen like i've never seen wendy ho before but i saw her on youtube and then we saw her open your last show she was brilliant i was just kind of curious when you were coming up in say new orleans who were the people that kind of were helping you get started because you're a polished queen and even your throwbacks look a hundred times better than my old throwbacks <laughs> well, As we seen well today. let's be fair you don't look that good now but I, that's not really a big step up um I think what's been amazing, especially with people like Sherry Vine and Bunny and uh, Wendy, who were all my friends and and who have been my friends, uh, Wendy and Sherry were two of the first people that were actually welcoming and kind to me when I got to New York. So I'm a firm believer in if I have $5, you have $5. Like, we're going to work together. And you're only as good as the company you keep. So as you said, getting this platform and get to go, I want someone that's going to make it entertaining. Um, So I've enjoyed getting to work with them because they don't really get to get the exposure. And I've seen many girls that go on Drag Race that aren't talented get tons of exposure so i'm not going to waste my time with them you're trapped with this person for months on a bus i don't want to deal with someone that's crazy or impossible or egotistical or a troll um it's just been great to travel with my friends and i think 
for me, looking back on those years, we didn't have social media. We had, you had to go to a gay bar to find the drag queens. And uh, there was a brilliant documentary. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's called Drag Time. Oh, I've that seen was it. in the 90s. That, mm. was, that was on HBO. Yeah, so dope. a lot of the queens in there, you know, Bunny and... Lipsinka, yeah, Bunny, mm. Lipsinka, uh, Shaquita, who was a friend of mine from, yeah. from New York oh, as well. We um, love Shaquita. Merman, all yeah. just brilliant, polished people who had an act, and I, I thoroughly looked up to them. And what's so great about all of them, they're all still working today. So yeah. that's a huge sign of talent. And you do, know, do you think sometimes that the the, Ru, the RuPaul kind of machine? Do you think that sometimes overshadows them or kind of like leaves them out sometimes? Like because they're obviously still working girls and they're icons because they've been around for years. I think the exposure. I mean, the exposure of Drag Race is pretty amazing, and it's definitely changed my life. But as you can see from the collection of people that have been on the show, it really varies. You know, and some people latch on to someone because they have a sad story or because they sympathize. To me, that's not part of my drag aesthetic. Sympathy is not. Part part of my drag aesthetic. I don't want you to come see my show because I cried about being left at a bus stop. That's not me. Yeah. So I I go, this is what I'm offering. It's either for you or it's not for you. So I, I do think what's great about them is anytime I can throw them a bone or include them in something I'm doing, I'm all for it because I'm a firm believer in funny and I'm a firm believer in talent, you know? Yeah, no, and that, that screams volumes. I, was there people that helped you at the start, though, to, to learn how to do drag? Because I always think that drag is a bit of an apprenticeship. Like, you don't just, like, the kids now are seeing it on YouTube. They're learning how to do a face and they walk out there thinking they're going to be a star. Whereas I think it's, like, more how do you learn how to be a carpenter? How do you learn how to be a plumber? It's the same thing. You work on the job, learning from the people around you. But you, like, your throwbacks really do look like your share is pretty fab. Uh, well, that was many years ago. Uh, but the, the weird thing is that I started out in theater. So it was, you know, you had to pay attention to costume and wig. And there was no drag designers. I mean, you had to do this shit on your own. So I come from a world of, of making costumes and wigs and makeup from years. Um, and then you found, then I found what worked for me, you know, my same dress in every color. That was what I wanted <laughs> to do. Um, so the girls nowadays that spend thousands of dollars to go on Drag Race to have all these designer looks that they've turned it, girl, they can't do shit but that. They can spend money. They have no talent. They have nothing else behind it. So I look at it as a completely different world. I'm grateful that I learned those skill set. And when Drag Race, I mean, when drag in general ends for me, I'll always be involved in that aspect of the world, you know? Yeah. And when you were kind of starting out, did you, was there ever like, did Bianca do lip sync performances or like, what was your drag? Oh God, yeah. You used to do numbers and stuff. When you started, that's how it, that's how it became. I mean, I would, you would go, I was a guest um, in a drag show. And obviously if you're brown and had a big nose, you immediately were doing share. (laughs) And that kind of became the game. I even made a Sunny puppet. So me and Sunny did Did an act together for quite some years. (laughs) And we would lip sync and that was that. And then all of a sudden I had uh, someone at the local bar that I was working at called out sick one night. There was a game show they had on a Monday night. And the DJ knew me and said, would you come in and fill in? And then I filled in and then the drag queen got fired. And then I ended up doing that show. And then it was two days a week. And then it was three days a week. And then it started doing bingo. You know, you did anything you had to do to survive. Yeah, This is why drag queens don't go on like holiday or vacation. They just do not. Because some of the bitches going to come in. Don't. And lose your gig. Like Davina asked me to DJ for her one week at this bar. (laughs) And apparently I played the music too loud that they got so many complaints. And then her gig was gone the week after. She also played like Oasis and stuff like that (laughs) I was like, I knew it was, uh, my gig was in safe hands. (laughs) So yeah. It happens. 
Yeah, you have to be you have to be on the case. And I hear it was, you know, I was innocently going, sure, I'll fill in. And then it just kind of turned into a career. So I didn't plan any of it. It was just the game of doing it. So eventually it went from two nights a week to five nights a week. And that was the same thing in New York. Sometimes I was working three nights a week and then bars would open, bars would close or you'd get fired and then move on to someone else. Or, you know, we had a good run. The Ritz was a place that I worked, I think, for like eight years, which yeah. I was very grateful for. Um, you know, and, and you've got to live to, to make your rent. <laughs> so yeah, I would do true. the drag shows at night and then work at the costume shop during the day. And that's what I that's what I love about you, though, is that like every time you come over here and you always like come to our shows, it's like you're a real queen's queen and you know what it's yeah. like to kind of like trawl the clubs and kind of do that scene. So I think you can kind of relate. I don't know, like some of the queens. She's bullshitting you. The real reason she likes you is because you can drink as much as her <laughs> and still get up and function, function well, the next day well, and go to another country, which I mean is is probably the hardest. Yeah, well, you know what, listen, I always say it's not the hardest if you're not flying the plane. So I don't, I'm not worried about that. I look, the, the trick is you go with it, you have a good time with it, and you know I'm a drinker. I love to go and do it, and I don't, I don't like to be around assholes. I don't like people that are problematic. I don't mm. like to deal with people that complain about everything. Your life is not that fucking difficult. But I also think that's where that's the world we live in now. Yeah. You know, social media, I, I know too much about people because of what they choose to put out there, and I hate them for it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, any drag queen that complains, that's been on Drag Race and complains, uh, shut up. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up. You know, you have this amazing opportunity. It's how you choose to deal with it. You know, speaking of drinking, actually, uh, what I was thinking about today was, do you remember the last time you were here at the show and you were at Shirley's bingo and Shirley uh, belly busted Victoria off the stage? Do you remember? She fell onto your table. Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Girl, that was a good night. It I was. Must, anytime I'm going near you two, I yeah. know it's going to be troublesome. The, the problem was <laughs> your show was earlier that night. So we got into drag like in the afternoon and started drinking and cocktailing. And by the time we got out of your show to go do our show, we were a mess. Yeah. So surely knocking me, and, and, I only needed like a little blow and I would have fallen over. That was it's, it's, somebody. Somebody caught the exact moment yeah. in photograph. There's like footage it's on iconic. CCTV. We have to root that out. Please send me the photos. Yeah, we will. Please send me the photos. For we sure. Um, so funny. Quickly before you go, I know um, obviously theatre is in a weird place right now yes. and you have yeah. lots of friends on uh, the West End in Everybody's Talking About Jamie, which we're in. Uh, have you been in contact with them? What's going on? Do you think that the, the shows are going to be back in some sort of form? Well, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in, you know, you're going to have to wait and see what the hell's going on in the world. And as hard as it is for people that aren't working, uh, we do a Zoom call with the cast. I get to chat with them every Friday and we call catch up because obviously when you spend that much time with people, you become close. And they're a wonderful group of people. Um, so I've been keeping up with them as to what's going on. And I've been watching what's been happening. And I know that everybody wants a date to open, mm. um, which is obviously something to look forward to. It's just very challenging because I say even if things open... Is the average person going to have the extra money to come see a show? Mm -hmm. You know, are people like right now there's, you know, we're not as Americans, we're not allowed to fly anywhere near you guys. Mm -hmm. So it is a bit tricky uh, about especially dealing with show business. So um, luckily, the the cast and crew have been uh, looking forward to opening and the producers are trying their hardest to sort out when is the best time to do it. So I think it's just a waiting game, unfortunately. Uh, but we do keep up and obviously trying with each day, we're trying to have better spirits about everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think you guys are in a little better shape than we are here in America. Yeah, well. Because last I heard in America, I, I heard in America that a Broadway is not going to open until April of next year, oh, which Jesus. is wild. Crazy. Um, so it's just, I think it's just a waiting game. Yeah. And I think it's very unfortunate. Uh, were, you, 
you nervous right. doing something like that? Because yeah. that's a big, you know, change. I know, obviously, you've been behind the scenes of lots of theatre shows before. You've done um, some bits of theatre, but that's kind of like the West End is kind of a major moment, right? Well, you know, well, first of all, it was completely complimentary and flattering that they even considered me to do it. But then, you know, considering they had Michelle Visage before me, their standards were already low. <laughs> I knew that was but I, uh, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Are, are um, you? <laughs> no, it was amazing. I, I, please, I would tell her that. Uh, I, I was I was grateful for the opportunity. And what I thoroughly enjoyed most about it is being in one dressing room, being in one place. You know, people mm-hmm. are like, well, aren't you tired doing eight shows a week? I'm like, right. hell no. This is a fucking dream. I don't have to pack anywhere. I pack up my stuff. Everything is there. Someone does my wig. Someone washes my clothes. Like, that's a fucking treat to a drag queen. But the other side of it is just being on stage with, with these brilliantly talented mm-hmm. It was just an amazing thing, and also not being the star of the show, mm. all the re- all the responsibility wasn't on me. I it's, just had to worry about what I was doing, and it was a joyous experience. It's an amazing show, actually. In fairness, yeah. so yeah. Um, and you got to work I with Faye Tozer yeah. from Steps Fame, oh. which is obviously uh, somebody we love. was Faye in your in your cast. Yeah, Faye amazing. was in the first time I did it because I did the show twice, and you know her name now is my best friend Faye. Oh right, <laughs> uh, because we uh, we went into the show at the same time, and I I think she was announced before me, and I had saw the publicity and I saw the picture of her, and I went, oh god, she's gonna be a bitch, <laughs> and I didn't know her, but you yeah. know how we are as as hateful gays, yeah, of um, course. And then I we went into the show and we do nothing together the entire show except the finale. So we were having separate rehearsals. We were in the same building. And then I met her when we were finally going over the finale and we hit it the fuck off. We became best friends. Uh, Our dressing rooms were across from one another. We were drinking, carrying on. She didn't know shit about me. I didn't know shit about her. So it was this great learning experience. And um, she was amazing. One of my absolute favorite people from that experience. And in the show, don't you do like a, a really quick drag transformation? Like you have really short time to change, isn't it? Yeah. So what? Yeah, it's like, wild. How long can you, you do that? How does that work? I had, I think it's seventeen minutes. Oh seventeen minutes to get in drag. So uh, it's basically a drag race mini challenge. <laughs> you, <laughs> you run. You know, I run from one side of the stage up the steps and then start my face, and the wig person gets my wig on. I, I have. I'll have to post again. I yeah. have, um, or I can send it to you a video of us doing it in time. Yeah, I've and seen, you have I've seventeen seen minutes so to do it. Yeah. It's, like, it's pretty wild, yeah. but luck, luckily there's distance, you know, and so it's not, not my best work. The guy who I saw in it, it, like, he's clearly not a drag queen, and I was just thinking, how the fuck does that work? Because <laughs> he's like, it just... Well, you know, it's it's funny. They, they offered, because there is obviously a hair person, a makeup person, mm. and so um, they said, you know, we have somebody that could do it for you. I said, I would rather do it myself, just for the quickness of it yeah. so um, I would go upstairs and I would do it, and, and Lauren, who was our wig person, I loved her dearly, she, she came in and would plop my wig on, anchor it. I'd get dressed, run down the stairs. Actually, I would get dressed downstairs. So I run up the stairs, uh, get naked, uh, put on my face, put on my wig, run downstairs, get in my dress, and then go on stage. It's, so it, it's kind of um, it's so impressive. It was exciting and yeah. fun. It was exciting and fun. Um, did you yeah. ever did you ever have any kind of near misses where you just like almost missed it or just like something went wrong? No, no. Oh my god, amazing. No, no. My favorite. My favorite was was uh, was when you would sit back down. I go, oh shit, I'm down too early. Oh. <laughs> we would ha- we would have those moments, uh, but we can't even was, do that was... when we spend three hours. No, <laughs> drinks happen and yeah. then we're late. So yeah, drag time. Um, well, I, 
it was one of those things where you just you don't realize that you know you're you're so focused on let me get this on mm-hmm. and and obviously we have our monitors in the in the room so by a certain song when they would start if you're familiar with the show work yeah. of art I would then bolt down the stairs and rock because I have to go completely around the stage and then get dressed so some nights I was early some nights I was close uh, but you know I guess that's the magic of live theater yeah it's really exciting. Uh, something that always sticks out about you, uh, B, is that when you were here the second time ever, it, my home bar, The Dragon, had just closed, which is where you'd performed the time before that. And I'd hired out some, um, not the best venue. There was no air con. It was very warm. I think you were getting changed in a closed off toilet on the top floor. Um, and yeah. I was really stressed because I had uh, gone, okay, my home bar is closed. You know, I'm going to try and keep this happening anyway. And just with the little bit of money that I had, and I, obviously had booked you to come over and it was the first ever sold out show that I was running myself and I was shitting it like I was very stressy I was all over the place and you knew even without me saying it and you said Queen are you making money and I said yes and she was like well I am too so you need to calm the hell down and just enjoy tonight okay (laughs) and I was like exactly but that has stuck with me ever since I'm like she is so fucking right like but that kind of speaks to who you are well, it's also, it's business. And I think people forget that. And I think that, you know, it's so easy to get wrapped up in it. You know, we live in a world now, as I was saying before, about a lot of these queens where their demands are higher than their talent. You know, the goal is to do a show, have a good time, or whatever it is you do, whether you sing, dance, lip sync, twirl, or, or, or a comedian. I think it's important just to realize that everybody's kind of on your side. Don't be a cunt. Don't be impossible. Don't complain. You know, if you have an audience, be fucking grateful, whether it's two people or 2,000, you know? And I've had both in yeah, my life. Yeah. Well, so you, you kept the, the doors the open. Is, so, like, it you have nearly to didn't happen again, the, the shows, for sure. If yours hadn't worked out... It was like a lot of the shows didn't do well just before that. So it's your fault. So it's my fault. That, yeah. that it's I'm my still fault. doing this shit. Yes. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, no. Look, I'm I'm truly appreciative that you even said, "Hey, let's do something together." What it's about, you know, mm. you have to go out there and you have to try and you have to see how it works out. And I, I mean, I'm grateful for every bar owner promoter that has even been interested in me. I mean, it's been an amazing journey. Right. Yeah. And tell, tell me this, Bianca, if you had to give one piece of advice now to somebody that was starting out in drag or thinking about doing drag, like one decent piece of advice, <laughs> I'm afraid to ask, what would, what would that be? Well, I would first say don't do drag, it's a trap. Uh, the second <laughs> thing would be don't be a dick, you know, don't be an asshole. Mm. There's so many of them that... Well, you know, I think it's just our culture now yeah. that people think, oh, I can do this because I'm pretty. No, d- be a real person. And mm. what you do on stage is what you do on stage, you know. Yeah. Uh, but as a human being, realize, look, people are there to see you, people are there to support you. And and put on your big girl panties and realize <laughs> it's not that fucking serious and get through it. You know, yeah. you're not a surgeon. You're not curing cancer. You're doing a fucking drag show. You're a man in a wig. <laughs> You know, lighten yeah. up and, and just be respectful because they're not going to invite you back if you're a cunt. And yeah. it takes a lot more work to be a cunt than it is to be a Absolutely. nice person. And I think sometimes people think that there's always X, Y and Z reasons why people aren't invited back. And most times it is just because they're a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, truly. Truth be told. No, truly. 
And, and I, I, you know, it's one of those things that they become a cunt and then they have to do an apology video. It's like, oh, girl, get the fuck out of here. Sitting Just be a decent crying. fucking person. <laughs> right. And um, before you go, we've been asking this um, to people lately. Wh- who's the one drag queen that, like, hasn't been on TV that we all need to be obsessed with because they're just amazing? Like, anyone at all that you've kind of, like, worked with over the years? No, I would say Myra Dubois. I mean, honestly, hands down, one of the funniest people uh, on and off stage. And, and I thoroughly enjoy her. So I would love to see her have the opportunities that I've been given. She's brilliant. Oh, she's, she's brilliant. So good. She yeah. was hilarious on Britain's Got Talent. Like the judges were blown away. Really funny. So good. Absolutely love her. Okay, that was brilliant. Makes me cackle. Yeah. <laughs> Bianca, thank you so much for joining us from your mansion in uh, somewhere in uh, California. Um, my small, cozy little apartment is, uh, you yes. know, nothing in comparison, it's but like hey. in a nook. <laughs> well, first of all, first of all, it's not a mansion. And second of all, I've lived in every tiny fucking shoebox there is. So I totally understand. No, it isn't. You got to come out and visit oh we would love to yeah, we'd love to How's next when, week when, <laughs> when you get COVID under under control oh, yeah, and a new president we might talk we'll wait yeah, until then we'll perfect <laughs> i'll hold you to it oh bianca thanks so much for agreeing to do it and we it was always a pleasure always a pleasure thank you my ladies and i and i hope to see you soon drink for me oh absolutely fireball <laughs> all right take care bye, bye you guys Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water... It starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.